Hi everyone, welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for the Data Visualization and Exploration Tools Conference, which runs April 5 through 7, 2016 in Boston as part of the BioIT World Conference and Expo. I'm Caitlin Searfoss, conference producer. We have with us today one of our speakers. This is Dr. Chase Miller, the Director of Research and Science at the Eccles Department of Genetics in the U-Star Center for Genetic Discovery at the University of Utah School of Medicine. He's also one of the developers for the IOBio system. Dr. Miller, thank you for joining us. No problem. What are the biggest challenges scientists face when visualizing and analyzing genomic data, and how does the IOBio system help address some of that? There are a lot of really good challenges in genomics right now, and that's part of what makes it such an interesting field. One of the ones that I've been focusing on lately is extracting more information and more value out of the huge amounts of data that we're generating. So we're generating every day, it seems like, petabytes and petabytes of data, and yet we do a really good job of the first pass analysis where we realign the reads and we call variants and annotate and sort of answer that first question that the data was generated for. But after that, it gets a little harder. How does secondary scientists who aren't associated with the project ask their own questions? And here is a way where I think visualization can help in two big ways. First, visualization can help us figure out new questions to ask. So one of the hardest things is not answering a specific question, but figuring out what new or what right question to ask. And visualization is great at this because humans are very good at looking at pictures, but we're not so good at looking at raw data and then pulling out, say, patterns or anomalies from that raw data. So this is, I think, one way where visualization can be used for us to provoke new insights and provoke new questions and follow us down paths that we may have not originally generated data for. A second way is uh, once we've generated this data, how do we get it in the right hands and get it in those hands in the right way? So there's many people who are doing research on particular systems or model organisms or diseases who would be able to make great use of this data and help them answer the questions that they're asking. But at this point, they may not have the expertise, and this sort of data analysis may be out of reach for many of these scientists and researchers. So here, I think visualization can help in the UI side. So two ways. One, building a application or a user interface that's very easy for scientists to use, and then a visualization that makes the results easy them to understand. And to do this, where IOBio excels at, is that we've taken the approach of building smaller applications, more focused applications. So instead of an application that does a do-it-all, one-size-fits-all application, we're trying to build a focused application that answers a specific question. And when we do this, it gives us the ability to cut back on the number of buttons and options and you know clutter on a page, but it also lets us design custom visualizations that can really hone in on how this data should be viewed and how this data is better understood. So I think in this way, we can kind of get empower more researchers, wet lab researchers that really have been excluded from this big data generation and analysis problem. And you mentioned those smaller focused applications. Can you tell me what your favorite IOBio app is and why? It's hard to pick a favorite, but one that I'm really excited about right now is Gene.IOBio. We just released version 2 of it, I think two days ago, with a bunch of new features. So Gene.IOBio is a disease variant investigation web app, and it's kind of slightly different from most of the other stuff out there. So the way it works is that you give it variant data and a line reads, and if you have a list of potential disease variants, although you don't need it, and then Gene.IOBio will visualize all this data and also annotate your variants 
by running them through various annotation software and integrate into this very nice visualization analysis platform. So it's an interesting tool because it kind of focuses on this current gap in the tool chain where you go from a list of many potential disease-causing variants with none of them being a particular smoking gun to honing in on one suspected problem variant. And this is something that is causing a lot of problems and a lot of grief for research groups and hospitals and diagnostic companies because it's very labor-intensive, requires very skilled people to look at this, and each case may take up to a half a day. So this is a very hard problem, and Gene kind of kind of streamlines this and pulls in all the information to make that an easy way to figure out what the most likely disease-causing variant is. So that's something that we're really excited about. It's also just a really fun app to play around with. What are you most excited to learn about at the Data Visualization and Exploration Tools Conference? I'm really excited to see what everyone else is up to, especially in visualization. You know, visualization is still very young in biology, and the true viz geeks really don't get too many chances to meet each other and see the amazing work that everyone's doing. But specifically, I'd like to see if anyone has come up with any novel genomic visualizations, new ways to kind of visualize this data. There's a ton of genomic data that's complex, multifaceted, and I think I can count the number of unique genomic visualizations on one hand. So I think we're due for a few more out there. Thanks so much for your time today, Dr. Miller. Thank you. That was Chase Miller, Director of Research and Science at the Eccles Department of Genetics and the USTAR Center for Genetic Discovery at the University of Utah School of Medicine. He'll be speaking at the Data Visualization and Exploration Tools Conference, which runs April 5 through 7, 2016, in Boston, as part of the BioIT World Conference and Expo. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to www.bio-itworldexpo.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Caitlin Sierfoss. Thank you for listening.